this episode of Raven's Radar. We're going to take it down and dirty today. We're going to get on the front lines in a different way. We've got a lot to cover, and I can't wait to bring you guys into it. If it's in your sights, it's on my radar. We'll be airborne shortly. Welcome, Patriots. Uh, glad to have you on this episode of Raven's Radar. We have a really special episode for you today and a great in-studio guest. But first, let's get to what's going on in the world. And as you guys know, there's never a shortage of drama because of uh, the resident turnip we've got in the White House. But we've got a few things going on right now. The first thing is the man who identifies as president Joe Biden, the AKA the Crypt Keeper, has just announced uh, via video that he plans to launch a bid to ruin our country for another four years. Let's take a look. President Biden is already America's oldest ever commander in chief. He would be 86 at the end of his second term, but he's betting that his experience and record will be bigger factors for voters than his age. Let's finish this job. I know we can, because this is the United States of America. There's nothing, simply nothing we cannot do if we do it together. Uncle, 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 uncle. <laughs> He's not only the oldest, the most ridiculous, the creepiest, the most inept, uh, the most ridiculous that we have ever had. This is painful, patriots. I mean, this is ridiculous. He says, finish the job. So there might be a little bit of inflation he hasn't tackled. Let's talk about what Joe Biden is wanting to finish, shall we? So we had record inflation that got to 9.06% at the height of the ineptness. 9% inflation, baby formula shortage, supply chain issues while his transportation secretary was off chest feeding somewhere. Americans couldn't get baby formula. Our shelves are empty. Um, he shut down our pipelines the first day in office and took away our energy independence and our lifeblood. He has opened our border up to everybody. He has literally laid out the red carpet. So instead of the Statue of Liberty, it's bring me your criminal, your trespassing, your broke, your possibly disease written, your freeloaders yearning to steal stuff into our border. We have fentanyl pouring across, which has now become the number one killer. Uh, we are trillions of dollars in debt with no end in sight. He's printing it. He is sending billions to Ukraine. We now have found out we're in a war we didn't know anything about. So let's keep track. Border, ridiculous. Uh, inflation, ridiculous. Biden, ridiculous. The cackling czar, ridiculous. And we have a crippled economy on life support. Meanwhile, Putin and Xi have been getting together with some of our other enemies and having a block party of nuclear weapons and um, energy crisis and devaluing our dollar. 
And it is absolutely the state. So when he says finish it, you know, we need to finish him. This is ridiculous. This has to stop. But Patriots, this is what it is. And people want you to believe that that's still better than mean tweets. Okay. All right. You know what? If you guys want to fall on your sword, do that. Leave the rest of us out of it. That is crazy. So he will be 83 if they pull off another one of these dumpster fires. He will be 83 at the time he takes office. 87 if he doesn't. But if anybody believes he's going to, to serve till 87, you're not paying attention. Okay, so Mr. Forgettios is not going to serve. They're going to try to put the cackling czar who was so unpopular that she had to drop out of her primary the border czar who has the board wide, border wide open and the poster child for word diarrhea. You know, today is a day that comes after yesterday and before tomorrow. Let us soak in the todayness. <laughs> okay, so that's what we've got going on from the, the top down. Then we have Budweiser and a little bit of Maybelline and these country, uh, these companies, forgive me, these woke companies that are deciding that not only can they not define a woman, they don't know what a woman is, they can't seem to find one for their advertising campaigns. So Budweiser, which is supposed to be synonymous with Americana, everything that's beautiful and patriotic about this country, decided to insult their consumer base and put a trans activist on the can of beer, which wouldn't be so bad if they didn't call their consumer-based fratty and um, out of touch and saying that they don't understand their own brand. So it's not a good strategy, companies, to tell the people who support your brand that they don't know how to support the brand. <laughs> that never works out well. So we're seeing backlash in the billions for Budweiser. They can't get it off the shelves now. And before the people, oh, she's anti, I'm not anti anything. I am pro-woman. I know what a woman is. Anybody in this studio who shoots me know, knows what a woman is. My husband knows what a woman is. And most common sense people know what a woman is. So that's just not something I spend my time um, debating with people. It's a non-issue. You have the right, this is America, to believe whatever you want to believe. That's the beauty of what my husband and my parents as Air Force veterans fought for your right. If you want to prance around like a peacock, that is your right. You don't have the right to demand that I accept that you're a peacock. That's the difference. And that's how freedom works. The freedom is, is you have the right to live your life and I have the right to go, hmm, not happening. And companies need to start taking note. We're voting with our wallet and we have decided that we are not putting up with you cramming this down our throats. Okay, trust me, if it was this awesome, you wouldn't have to recruit. Stop it. We're fed up, sincerely, the American people and women. So you keep trying to force this and keep going the blue blowback because Maybelline is literally now holding Bud Light's beer. There you go. So we have got all of that. And then really big news uh, in the cycle this week is Tucker Carlson was let go from Fox News. Why is that a big deal, Patriots? It's a big deal because this is the change we're talking about. So Fox News decided to let Tucker go. He is the number one show on Fox in primetime. And they let him go. 
And there's some speculation on what that has to do with, if it has to do with settling the Dominion lawsuit. Well, we can speculate about the motive. Let's instead look at what's happened. Market share is going the way of the Titanic. And Tucker has got to be laughing all the way to the bank. Uh, I love Tucker, and I am going to be excited to see him come back and bring us whatever it is they didn't want us to see uh, that led to them getting away with firing their most popular, I don't want to say commodity, but their most popular show. Why does a company do that? Why do these companies think that they can insult their bases, that they can censor our information? We aren't communism. You don't get to stifle free speech. And any media company that calls themselves news and is censoring information, that is communism. That's communism. And I tell patriots right now, we're going to be having a great verbs in the sentences show today, but... That object in your mirror that's closer than it appears is communism. It's here, okay? With the government deciding we're going to test out some digital currency, we're going to take a few people we don't like off the air, we're going to force you to put something in your body, we're going to tell you it's great and up and down and left and right, we're going to shut down churches and open up the bars, and um, not for Bud Light, but we're going to open up the bars. I'm telling you, patriots, but the good news, and there is good news, the good news is this is what our founding fathers warned us about. That's what the Constitution is for. It's an action document. They had just finished liberating a country. So they didn't actually sit around deer hunting. Well, they got the guns for deer. They didn't get the guns for deer hunting. They got the guns for tyranny. That's what happened. The Second Amendment was put in because they had just freed themselves from the very government we are living under right now. And it is our sign. Give us a sign. This is it. This is the sign that it's time to report to this line and that it's time to do what our founding fathers empowered us to do when we saw this. They didn't say, hey, oh, look, somebody's taking our freedoms away. Wow, shucks. They said, report to this line, patriots. So now is the time for the patriot. No more sunshine patriots. We need active warriors on the front line. And we're going to get to one of those front lines because, guys, let's break it down. Let's get exactly what we need to move this forward. Let's oil the gears. I'm going to tell you what I mean by that and introduce our guest right after this.
Welcome back, Patriots. It's that time. It's that time we get to the front lines. Are you ready? So we have a fabulous in-studio guest. And I'm talking, this guy is Superman. <laughs> Flew across the state last night to get here to do the podcast. I am here with the president and founder of the Oil and Gas Workers Association, the one and only Matt Cody. Good morning. It's Thank still morning, isn't it? <laughs> it is still morning. So what's it like to drive across our beautiful state at night to get here? You know, Texas is a beautiful state. It is. Um, I love driving, uh, and I love that we get to fight for American workers and families every day. Yes. So for people who don't know, tell them, I mean, people here... The oil and gas workers, they hear Texas tea, which I say a lot. I have Texas tea in my veins. They don't know exactly what that means. Tell them what the Oil and Gas Workers Association does. Sure. Uh, OGWA is an independent, grassroots, nonprofit trade association working to secure, grow, and sustain American oil and gas jobs and fighting for American workers. So I love that. Okay. So tell our viewers, so oil and gas, okay, People don't think about this. They think, well, are we talking about the strategic oil reserve? So let's put some verbs in the sentences about what oil and gas is responsible for doing. Sure. What does oil and gas power? Everything. At? So it's our lifeblood. So give us, it powers our cars. Sure. It keeps the lights on. It does. The AC. Yes. Important in Texas. What else have we got? Let's see, uh, cosmetics, tires, um, everything that's made by or transported by oil and natural gas. Um, let's talk about plastic phones, um, everything plastic, petroleum. Woo. So the fact that I don't look like I rolled out of bed, Patriots, it's because of these guys. This is important to know because during the supply chain shortage, we, we um, saw the importance of our truckers, the people who bring our goods to the table, the importance of the ones who get our products for everyday use. And now we're in a different kind of supply chain issue. In fact, President Trump talked about this. I think we've got a clip. But the thing about it, I mean, what puzzles me, and maybe you can answer it, I can't figure it out for myself, but okay, we have more energy resources, hundreds and hundreds of years of natural gas and oil and coal in this country. You, make, for the, you got us to energy independence. That right. was the first time in 75 years. You left office, we were a net exporter of energy. Right. I would argue, especially in light of Putin cutting off Western Europe, that we should be, use the word dominant. We should be energy dominant and providing Western Europe with their energy needs. We were soon going to be dominant. We would have been the most dominant in the world. We would have been supplying be all of too. Europe. We would have been supplying China. We would have been supplying every, we had 500 years right under our feet. Woo! Ooh. I mean, Come on now. how many times Woo. can we say President Trump was right? About everything. But you got to, before we go into that, let's just take a moment for the greatness. President Trump in one word. Best. Rock star. Oh, man. I love that guy's style. This, but that is, that's key. Because that's right now, people are thinking, they think of the oil and gas as, as far as putting gas in my car and it's expensive and it's so much more in that what president trump we were almost an exporter which means that the the world needed us that was a check and balance on some of our enemies to be a net exporter of of oil and petroleum and now 
We are literally begging from people mm. we are trying to sanction and our enemies for oil. You know, Joe Biden has left every American dependent upon hostile foreign enemies. I mean, it is crazy. And when we say dependent, we're sitting on reserves, aren't we, Matt? We are. And President Trump was right about so many things. Um, and one of those was our oil and natural gas reserves, our mineral resources that benefit every single American. Our jobs fund roads, schools, our first responders, social programs, keep taxes low. Uh, you know, uh, what Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have done by hindering USA oil and gas production, it doesn't just hurt the millions of people who work in our industry. It hurts every single American. It damages our economy and endangers our national security. And it's got to be a gut punch to our, our brothers and sisters in the oil and gas industry. Tell our viewers and our listeners what it was like under what the industry was like under Trump and where it is now. Let me tell you what, uh, we, the oil and gas industry, just like all of America, were warring under President Trump. Uh, President Trump put American workers and families first. We knew he had our back. Under this administration is a completely different uh, feeling. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris said uh, on the campaign trail, Joe Biden said he wanted to transition away from our oil and gas jobs. On day one, Biden canceled the final leg of the Keystone XL permit. Not to mention, in addition to that, Joe Biden's Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has asked banks to defund fossil fuel projects. Joe Biden's nominee for comptroller of the currency, uh, Marxist Amarova, said she wanted oil and gas companies to go bankrupt. And Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm has uh, multiple times floated the possible reimposition of the crude oil export ban, not to mention something that Glenn Beck has been talking about for years. Inherently anti-oil and gas ESG is hurting U.S. operators, service companies, and every single American. You got that right. We had anti-woke investing on here, the great Jackson Polishek, who, who basically talked about this, about this, remember the, the woke money folks for on the podcast? That's what he's talking about and how it hits everyone, but okay, but, 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 but mainstream, you know, but, 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 but green technology. We have to save the planet, Matt. Sure. So what powers this green technology? Uh, that's hydrocarbons, oil and natural gas. You see, in this this green energy fantasy, we, we've seen the failures of it. We see it here in the United States in California, where Governor Newsom and the anti-American oil and gas people are leaving a ton of oil in the ground while they import from the Chinese-owned oil fields in the Amazon rainforest. And what benefit is that to America? Uh, it's of no benefit. In fact, we should be producing here in the United States. Whenever you look at it on a global scale, and, and those who have gotten into this climate alarmism, well, they base it on emissions. When you look at a barrel of oil produced here in the United States, it burns cleaner than any barrel produced anywhere around the world. And we're sitting on, what was the estimate I saw? We're sitting on a hundred 500 years or 100 years worth of natural gas that we're just sitting on right now that we can't act. We're just sitting here, you know, twiddling our thumbs. And that's what people need to be paying attention to is the fact that this is not, no, a, it's not a pipe dream, no pun intended. 
but this is real Americans. And this is our lifeblood. Are you guys, your lights, your heat, your phones, your, you know, the, getting the, 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 the oil and gas that gets the trucks to get the products to sure. you. This is all, it starts with these guys, guys. And these are the ones that they throw under the bus that, you know, we want to defund. We want to, you know, so let's go down the, and I just want a, a check for any of these that are dependent on you. Uh, Joe Biden, Air Force One trips. Definitely us. Okay, trips to his beach house for 326 days on vacation since he took office. That's definitely American oil and gas workers. The 122 caravan he took to the climate summit. Definitely American oil and gas workers as well. Okay, um, the lighter that Hunter Biden, uh, I won't go there. <laughs> Where? The, the, the uh, fuel that, 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 drives our cars to go to work. I'm quite certain American oil and gas workers powered Hunter Biden's government paid trips to uh, be uh, on the board Burisma. of Burisma, Ukraine's fracking leader. Correct. And um, because he's got tons of experience, you know, we're not even going there, but it's, but this is what people need to being able to turn your lights on. That's right. A lot of people just flip the switch every morning. They don't understand that from the time they flip the switch, where that comes from. There is a, a, a man, a woman working on a location somewhere in the United States to produce American oil and natural gas that runs through those transmission lines that uh, eventually gets to your house so that whenever you flip on the switch, the light comes on. American oil and gas workers power the nation and fuel the world. I mean, and that is just so that's when people, when I say there's Texas tea in these veins, when that's we were right. born here, that's what Texas tea is. It is the lifeblood. Okay. But not just Texas, America. And so are these the workers? Do they wear a suit and tie and make $6 million a year? Not most of them. These are the mostly the blue collar people who are out on location working in not the greatest of conditions sometimes, uh, extreme heat, extreme cold, working to make sure that the lights stay on. And it's a thankless job. So thank you, my uh, my brothers and sisters in this. And we are going to, to get to that. But I want to also, from your perspective, Matt, sure. hit on a few of our you know, what's going on in the world. So your thoughts on the whole Budweiser? Well, it doesn't follow the science. Uh, uh, and a lot of people, I think, don't understand how that relates to our oil and gas jobs. You know, uh, this push, this LGBTQ, PRS, uh, MNR, I'm not sure. I don't want to leave anybody out, so I'm just going to stop. But this whole support of uh, transgender stuff, it doesn't follow the science. See, um, uh, 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 a woman doesn't have a penis. I don't care how many times you say it. So um, a lot of people don't understand how that relates to our oil and gas jobs. They don't understand that that is connected to the science. You know, before the abolition of slavery, black people in this country were considered property and not persons. And it was basically okay to murder them. It wasn't okay to murder black people then. It's not okay to murder black people now. It's not okay to murder babies. And Come the on. science of that is related to the junk science weaponized against American workers and families to kill our oil and gas jobs. It also relates to this transgender push. And yeah, and for those who are going crazy, he's anti, 
No, there was nothing anti in here. What we're talking about is you don't get to change the science to suit your needs. You can live like that. You can live however you choose to live, but you can't demand, okay, that I accept that. You can't demand that everybody change every textbook, every everything, every biological fact because it makes you unhappy. You know, that's the difference. That's what choice is. And then, you know, what you have the right to do that. So what rights are you losing? You're not losing any rights, okay? You just don't have the right to demand that I accept the way you think any more than I have to demand the right that you accept mine. That's how freedom works. So what about this, you know, but is it funny that supposedly Kamala is the first female vice president, but they don't want to define what a woman is? How could she possibly be the first female if we don't know what a woman is? Or it's not right to say, and there's 60 trillion gender. So that's what I want to tell people is you, you got to stay kind of on, got to stay on task with that. So what are your thoughts also about all this, this wokeness in, in corporations, in, in Disney, in Maybelline, in all of these things? I mean, where does the average, you know, guy fall in on that? I think of Paul Harvey, if I were the devil. I think of communism slowly creeping into our schools and our society. And you were right. We're way past socialism right now. We're fending off communism and trying to yank that Overton's window back to the sensible area where America was American. And that's what it is. So now in Joe Biden's attempt to ruin this country for another four years, if you could tell our listeners and our viewers what this election means to you personally and as a member of the oil and gas community. This election, 2024, is for all of the United States marbles. Like Ellis Presley said, it's now or never. Uh, this is the most crucial election in the history of the United States. Our oil and gas industry, our jobs, our families, every single state, our economy, and our national security are under attack. And we need to not only uh, make sure that Joe Biden doesn't get back in the White House, but we need to elect a pro-American oil and gas workers president and also give that president a Senate and a House of Representatives that work to enact legislation that protects American jobs. Do we have such a president? You know, I uh, I remember one uh, named Donald J. Trump, Woo! who was the most pro-American oil and gas workers president we have ever had. And I hear he's running again. Come on. So we can go in because you know me. So we've had two things happening at the the Oil and Gas Workers Association is you guys have hired a spokesperson. We have. And in fact, we appreciate you coming on as our national spokesman. Woo! That's it, Patriots. Yes. I am now down in the trenches and I am really honored to be the spokesman for, and I said spokesman. I can, I can take it. People can tell the difference. I believe in you, Patriots. But I am honored to be the spokesman for the Oil and Gas Workers Association. I am excited to help my brothers and sisters in this who are supporting our very lifeblood. Bring the message and rally the troops and get excited if you like your heat and your lights. Thank Matt and, you know, and get behind our, you know, our blue collar, our 
hard workers. These are the thankless jobs, patriots. These are the ones that we don't think about every day when I'm applying my lipstick and I'm turning the heat on and I'm feeding my baby and things like that. These are the kind of things we need America to be proud of again. And we have it here. We have everything we need to make America great again. And on that note, Matt, you have been waiting to issue the endorsement for the 47,000 oil and gas worker members who are part of this uh, brotherhood. Uh, and I'm gonna let you do it now. Awesome. My name is Matt Cody. I'm the president and founder of Oil and Gas Workers Association. On behalf of the board and advisory board of Oil and Gas Workers Association, our 47,000 plus members, uh, here's to you, Alvin Bragg. You indict. We endorse Donald J. Trump for president 2024. That is it. Okay. So isn't it feel good, patriots, to have somebody, we're not on the, this isn't a straddle the fence. This isn't, we're not going to win the war from the back. We got to report to this line. Okay. That's what this meant. The founding fathers gave so much to have the, you to have the right to be able to step up, to see this, and we we can still do this, patriots. And that's the important thing, someone who's really gonna get behind, you know, uh, President Trump is really gonna get behind what it stands for. And that's why, because I'm not only an America first, I'm a first American, the Native American population, you know, this Native American loves Donald J. Trump. And I am really excited to see him do what he's already done which is put this country right again. You know, and that's why he is under attack. You know, we talked about Tucker Carlson earlier. You talked about him being silenced, about conservatives being silenced yes. on, on social media, big tech, and how they have worked to silence the opposition. That is why President Donald J. Trump is under attack. They, You know, uh, 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 it is true. They're not really after him. They are after him, but it's to get to every single American. And whether we be Republican, Democrat, or independent. Everybody in this country needs to wake up, get engaged, and understand that the most pro-American worker and family president that created an economy that benefited every American is Donald J. Trump. And that's what it's basically about. This is a war for the very fabric. This is not about an ideology. We have communism here. Communism yes. is here right now. And we have to get behind it. We have to do, this is not about, you know, the mean tweets. This is about, you know, about you, we need them to put the, we got to get our enemies back in check. We got to get our economy off of life support. We have got to get our border secure. We have got to secure the border. We can't just have it wide open for crime and drugs and terrorism and trafficking. We can't do that. That is not humanitarian. It is a derelict of duty for the oath of office. And there's no in between. Absolutely. But patriots, this is what I love to show you is having people like Matt and me on the front lines all the time. Well, what are we going to do? This is what we're going to do. So if you can't be on the front line, support those of us who can. Matt, it has been amazing to have you on the show. I want you to tell our listeners and our viewers where they can find you where we can get involved. I'm going to be blasting it out on my social media, but I want you to tell them where they can get involved. Donate, okay? It takes $25, makes a huge difference. Donate, patriots, write a check. If you can't be out there marching with us, then get behind us because wars are expensive. 
Okay. Anybody who's not paying attention, you know, that this war in Ukraine, I mean, 80 billion and counting wars are expensive. We didn't even know we were in a war. We know we're in this one. So, uh, get behind it. Where can they find you? Uh, Oil and Gas Workers Association, you can find us at OGWAUSA.com um, uh, to donate it slash donate to join because we want you to join Oil and Gas Workers Association. We want millions of Americans who uh, work in, appreciate, understand that American oil and gas production benefits every American to join Oil and Gas Workers Association at OGWAUSA.com slash join. We're fighting for American workers and families. That's right. And guys, so that pen you're going to use to sign the check, that was courtesy, the lights you turned on, the computer you turned on to go in and donate online. See how that works? So that's what we're going to do. Matt, it has been an absolute pleasure to just show people what the front line really looks like. And, and are you like me, you're encouraged, aren't you? Like we have a country, not we don't have to. We get to save our country. I commented on that uh, on Larry Elder's post last night. I think yesterday was his birthday. And I thought, man, happy birthday, happy Larry. birthday Larry. Now put down the cake. We have a country to save. Woo, come on now. So that's what we're going to do. And Patriots, we'll be right back after this. Thank you, Patriots, for joining me on this episode of Raven's Radar. I hope that I gave you some encouragement, Patriots, of, you know, the, I say the front line is dirty this time, it's figuratively, but it's so encouraging to be out here. I want to show you guys how encouraged people are to get back and fight for it. You know, the essence of communism is to break you psychologically, to make you feel like we're too big, we're too powerful, you can't do this. We see cheating and lying and people escaping justice at every turn, and it's demoralizing. It's, but that's what it's designed to be. It's designed to be a gut punch. So I want to show patriots, you know, stand tall, you know, chest out. Let's, you know, walk forward with pride of knowing that, God has this victory. You know, we're, we're leaving it up to God. And in the in room, we are, it says to occupy until I return. So occupy is an action statement. It doesn't mean sit on the sofa and complain that Joe Biden's ridiculous. It means report to this line. So in that vein, thanking again, you know, Matt Cody for being here. I am thrilled to be the new spokesman for the Oil and Gas Workers Association. You're going to be seeing a lot from me. I'm going to show you how we're going to make this industry fun. And we're going to give the thanks to the, the people who are working hard, who are our unsung heroes. So it's time to start celebrating what's great about America and Texas in particular. Uh, I would love it if you would go out and you would 
Uh, get a copy of my book, Raven's Mantle. It's available for pre-sale on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. And Patriots, I grew up, you know, under the, the guise of two Air Force Lieutenant Colonels. I was raised by warriors. I've got the Native American spirit, so I'm going to take you through the Cold War. And I've got stories in here that our veterans can appreciate. I had a parent in the Pentagon on 9-11 um, I'm going to tell the story about what it was like to be in the first Cold War and communism and what it's like now to see it returning to our shows. I'm also going to tell you the story that a lot of people have heard, but some have not, of why I became the conservative warrior. And that's because my eight-year-old, my then eight-year-old daughter was kicked out of school for voting for Trump in a mock election we knew nothing about. They tried to expel an eight-year-old little girl and traumatized her in a way I can't explain to people fully. Um, for making a choice to support uh, Donald Trump. And here's a spoiler alert. At eight, she can't vote for anybody. So this is what's going on in our schools. This was my call to action of why we have to fight. So now I just don't fight for her. I fight for everybody. And I'm grateful to have the patriots who are supporting my show, supporting our cause. Visit our website, ravenharrison.com. You can find the podcast, Raven's Radar, on social media. And you can find me, Raven the conservative warrior, that's Raven underscore TX warrior on all social media, media platforms. And I'll be looking forward to hearing the comments from my patriots from the front line. Until then, keep fighting.